In this conversation, we reflect on CBP Connects Virginia. What a great time. If you're interested in attending our 2023 events, you can learn more at cbpconnects.com. That's cbpconnects.com. Cheers. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us today. I feel like it was just yesterday I saw the four of you in my backyard of Norfolk, Virginia for CBP Connects, which was a fantastic time. So thank you for coming to hang out with me again virtually. I'm excited for this conversation. Let's kind of dive in with some introductions. Brad, you are to the left of me. Normally I'm on the left-hand side, but you know, Zoom's a little bit different than StreamYard. So tell me who you are and what you do in craft beer. Uh, my name is Brad Luger. I'm with Steel City Tap Company. As you can see behind me, I make all these beautiful American-made tap handles. And we also do a lot of other branded merch. Um, and Brad, because this will probably be audio only, can you describe your favorite tap handle behind you? Uh, probably the monkey knot. So like my best friend actually designed it when I launched the company. And it was something that we went after for several years. And they didn't really bite into it because they were worried about the cost and being American made. We were so much higher than their overseas competitors prices. So um, actually about two years ago, we pitched them an idea where we could sell some to collectors, but also, you know, give them a price discount. So we made about 250 of them and sold about a hundred of them to collectors and it went over really well. And I think that a lot of people received it, um, you know, really well, but I've actually got the originals still in my office and um, it, it was just a lot of fun to make that dream come true. And the collectors rejoiced when I was able to make more than one of them. So. Awesome. Very cool, Brad. Thanks for sharing. Now, Tracy, you know, you and I email quite a bit for everyone who hasn't had the pleasure to meet you in person or virtually. Who are you? Uh, my name is Tracy Bardigan. I am the taproom and events manager at Firemaker Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, yeah, and we do email a lot and you answer all my, <laughs> all my many questions. I feel like right now we have three different email threads going all in completely unrelated topics, which I love. That is absolutely accurate. And that's how most of my emails and my brain works too. <laughs> so a little crazy, but yeah. We compartmentalize by email threads. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Madeline, you're up. And Madeline, you're still on mute. You can blame it on the loud bar that you're in right now. I respect that. Hey, I'm Madeline. Um, I'm a freelance marketing consultant and I specialize in brewery marketing. And I also represent Flow Fermentations, which is a contract beer brand out of Virginia Beach. So you wear quite a few different hats. And where are you right now? I'm currently in Wilmington, Delaware. I travel with my partner who is a malt sales representative. So I get to kind of bop around between Delaware and North Carolina. And this week I'm in Delaware. Well, enjoy the beautiful weather in Wilmington. Cheers. And last but not least, Polkit, great to see you again. Good to see you too. Thanks for having me. Um, so my background is that I am the founder and CEO of The Fifth Ingredient. Uh, we developed a software system called Beer 30 that helps breweries track their data from grain to glass. So that's everything that ties in with raw material purchasing, all the way to the actual brewing process and lab quality sales and distribution, accounting integration, and then tying in with material resource planning and future demand planning. So basically the entire supply chain for a brewery going through our Beard 30 software system. And you've had a busy couple months. Yeah, it's been an awesome few months for sure. Yeah, and Polkit, because we are audio only, I want to give everybody the full fifth ingredient experience. Polkit is wearing a bright red fifth ingredient tank top right now, and it looks absolutely amazing. I just want to make sure everybody understood the full vision we have right now. But now let's dive in. You know, 
while we all had a great time a couple of weeks ago in Virginia, I'd love to just hear from each of you, you know, what made you want to attend the event that we hosted, CBP Connects? I'll, uh, I'll hop in. So one of the things for me is obviously you had sent out the blast of, or the, the blurb about how uh, the St. Louis convention went. And I was like, I like the fact that it was smaller, it was intimate. Um, it seems the, all of the, uh, it, the information that you gave us on that, it looked really cool. And then moving to this year, when I was looking at it, I was like, well, okay, I'm really interested in this sports marketing class. I'm really interested in this tap room and DEI and yeast. And it's nice that it was on a smaller scale. Whereas, you know, at these other giant brewery conferences, you, you're a tap room manager that doesn't get to learn about beer because you're having to be selective and okay, I should probably worry about the finances and culture. Um, and it was nice that all facets got to, you know, to do everything. And obviously it was a, a lot more cost-effective. So it was easier for me to pitch my owner and <laughs> my boss and be like, hey man, this, is, this makes more sense, right? Fiscally, this is our return on investment on me going to Virginia. And it was, yeah, it was a lot, but it was great. Yeah. In about 30 seconds, you mentioned about four of the sessions that we had, you know, looking at all the content and all the interactions you had, you know, what was your highlight? Oh, the the people that I met, Madeline and I, we still, uh, we either text or Instagram message in some capacity, probably uh, three, four times a week. Oh my gosh, um, you and Madeline literally probably just met two weeks ago. Yeah, we sat at the same table and we all, our fake brewery diverged into a different type of fake brewery and like, um, yeah, so obviously like the information the sessions gleaned have been huge and I mean, I even, um, we set up a call um, with, uh, uh, um, oh no, uh, oh, the first DEI conversation. Um, Was that the one with Dave and Trinice on, you know, yes. you find your workforce? So our Georgia Brewers Guild, uh, we're working on our um, DEI committee right now. And we set up a conversation with Dave and he like, we had a Zoom call yesterday. We talked for about an hour, able to pick his brain and he gave us some like huge stepping stones so we can go, okay, this is where we tackle this from instead of a blank slate. So the, the information presented was absolutely invaluable, but also so were the connections made. And it was nice to be able to talk to those people versus giant conferences. You're lucky if you see the person who presented again. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I'll jump right in there. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the pink boots component of it, the inclusion in that and how, uh, the opportunities for us to network with each other were phenomenal, but definitely the relationships. And I, I had a very similar takeaway. Like I, I have my own side conversations happening with Dave and hopefully, um, Trey going forward in an effort to try to implement those vocational programs that we learned about in that very first seminar. I've, I've already talked to two different breweries who are interested in that opportunity. And these are things I might not have known about as intimately, if not for this conference. So I really appreciate the opportunity to learn more about that. Yeah, to touch on the sessions you both mentioned, the conversation on diversifying your workforce, we had a fantastic presentation from Safe Bars, a conversation on engaging with your community in unique ways. You know, they were just so inspiring and motivational. I think everyone in the room just was excited and felt that energy you're describing right now, Madeline. And Madeline, it's also kind of funny that you and I live probably 30 minutes from each other, but hadn't actually met until the event. Uh, yeah, it is funny, the number of connections that I made of, of neighbors here in town. So it, it just goes to show that 
um, we don't even realize how close we are to each other and how many network opportunities they, there are available. So thank you for kind of putting that in perspective for us. I mean, I had just as much fun as you did. Now, Brad, you were nodding your head a minute ago. What was exciting you? And, and why, why did you come? Yeah, um, well, I, I came for you, if I'm honest. I, I, I really want to support what you got going on. I think uh, CBP Connects is, is is amazing. And I think that uh, the craft beer professional community is something that I've always wanted to participate in since I, I found out about it. And um, just kind of putting those those faces and names and some of the, the video calls we've had together, I think was really cool. But like, I had a lot of people question, you know, what we do, how we do it. And they kept coming back like, okay, I understand that you're American made. I understand that you're doing this stuff, you know, independently of, you know, relying on any other source. But like, I think it was that intimate knowledge that I gained there and people actually questioning my business practices and all that stuff, like for me, was huge growth. Um, and it's like, you know, I've, I've often, I've seen Tracy how many times, like probably like three or four, but it's always been like, Hey Brad, here's beer. Bye. And and then, you know, we got a chance to sit down um, at the last uh, Crep Brewers conference, but it, you know, it was late at night. We were several beers deep and we, we had a, you know, nice conversation, but it wasn't the same. I don't think is, is what we had this time. There was a lot more value in it and understanding these people. And I also looked more at the people around me as vendors and said, okay, what can I, how can I help these people? Because I feel like the number one thing that we're trying to do is just help everybody grow their own community. And that community was, you know, it exceeded my expectation. And, um, I really didn't know what to expect, especially with a conference being so small. And I've only been to craft, uh, you know, bigger craft beer events, I guess, you know, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, a tasting or something small, like that's, that's one thing, but, uh, the festivals have been like my big bread and butter. So, um, yeah, it was just nice to have everybody on the same page there for the same cause and to meet each other. And Brad, you are a master salesman. You're so good at getting people excited about your products. But, you know, how did your approach change at this event from, say, selling versus maybe more so building relationships? Yeah, um, I guess I just wasn't focused as much on that because I felt like it was more important with me to connect with those people around me and understand their businesses and their business practices. And like you said, if you come up to us at CBC, I'm like in front of the booth, like reeling people in halfway down the aisle and like pitching our stuff. But a lot of people just wanted to know me. And I was like, kind of flattered, honestly. It's like, what, why are you asking me these questions? I didn't realize it was getting this deep, <laughs> but it was great. Yeah. So I think that experience and, and, and my salesmanship, it's like, I just let the guard down and people started approaching me with problems and questions and that helped. I appreciate you being there to answer all those questions. <laughs> PK, your turn. Yeah. So for me, I think it was actually the two big things were one, the community aspect of it. So similar to what was just said by Brad as well, like, you know, Andrew, it's been awesome to see this craft group of professionals increase over time, right? And so just having that um, element of these people that are all passionate about working with other breweries and learning from one another. And so the community aspect for me is awesome just because you get to meet so many cool people. And in particular, from there, doing the actual workshop on KPIs, that's number two for me because I've done that workshop now both in St. Louis and in Norfolk. And so it was pretty cool to actually have an interactive workshop where breweries and brewery owners and people are able to walk away with 300 plus KPIs and like actually crowdsourcing that from the room 
And so for me, uh, leading and running a session where people actually have something tangible and have actual next steps associated with it, where it's not just an informational session, but it's more of a, hey, here's some info, but now go ahead and take some action at your brewery and make some changes. Like that's really what sets it apart. And so that's absolutely what I've loved about the CBP and these types of conferences. And PK, if anyone listening has been active in CBP the past few years, they've probably seen you on camera at some point, whether in a panel or just leading some sort of educational session. And often those sessions become almost like lectures and they're really informative. It's just, you know, the medium we're dealing with when we're dealing through a screen, it's really hard to engage. And it was amazing to see you translate what you wanted to teach to an interactive experience. I mean, you divided the room into teams, you made them work together, and they absolutely walked away with something tangible, which is not something you often get when you're watching someone from a stage. So great job leading that session. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Appreciate that. Now, Tracy and Madeline, you've already mentioned that you text each other daily, you send each other DMs, you know, either you two or everyone else in the panel today, you know, I'd love to hear about another relationship that you made at the event that impacted you for the better. Oh, gosh, so many. I mean, um, I, I feel like, I, you know, you and I, we've hung out at a couple of different like craft beer, um, like the craft beer conference and GABF two years ago. And like, it's nice we to see you. We smashed the car together week. last year in Minneapolis. Yes, so fun. <laughs> But it's again, like, I have ADHD, as y'all probably found out from interacting with me for two days, like, it's hard for me to focus on a conversation for a long time. And it was really fun to be able to actually, like, talk to you, thank you again, have these conversations, um, hung out with um, Pat, CPA, who's in Atlanta, we never, never really got to, we'd met a couple times again, but actually hung out at beers. Um, Wes and Andrew from Honor Brewing, Doug, who's also in Atlanta. We never hang, we've never met before, and it was nice to actually meet him and um, establish that as like, oh shoot, you're our neighbor. Um, but uh, oh, and Sarah from um, up in Ottawa, we were uh, we are both giant um, Dungeons and Dragons nerds, and we text every Wednesday or in Instagram every Wednesday. Go like, did you catch the 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 session that was just aired? <laughs> like, um but yeah so and then uh, um uh, a couple more pink boots people as well like uh, madeline was saying because uh, we're also in the process of i'm the chapter lead for co-lead for atlanta so we're in the process of making sure that we um can communicate those things well and um and making sure our chapter is as popular as the damn charlotte chapter rolled deep with like eight people to the conference so <laughs> The support and representation from Pink Booth was amazing. And we actually had a call since then to talk about involvement for 2023. So very excited yeah. to, you know, bring wonderful people together. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool to um, just to, again, be able to have these conversations. And I feel more so than with other conferences, the ability to kind of probably like look up on Facebook, look through whatever and, and find people who I met at this conference to go, hey, I remember you said that you're a tapper manager, sales, marketing, whatever. Do you have advice on X, Y, and Z? Um, yeah. On my end, I think it was uh, really cool where um, at, even just this week, I've done two podcasts and been a guest on two podcasts, one by uh, Carrie Shumway. Uh, you know, it was the first time, I think I pronounced his name correctly, right? Shumway, Shumway? Shumway, you got it right. Him and I had a call just this morning. Yeah, exactly. So Kerry Shumway was on his podcast, which will be airing next week, and then also on with uh, Kyle Reiner as well. So that was pretty cool to have those interactions and just talking to people and networking and be like, hey, cool, you're both doing podcasts and being a guest on that those podcasts. That was actually pretty cool to 
have that as an unexpected, really fun, uh, fun conversation with both of them and seeing where that leads to as well. And one thing I enjoyed watching you do, PK, besides a super interactive session, was I believe you had the opportunity to engage with some brewery owners on a higher level than you normally have the opportunity to. I mean, you get to learn about their goals. You get to learn about their needs. You know, obviously, you are an industry supplier. You have a great product that you offer. But at the end of the day, you want to best understand, you know, your current and potential customers. That way you can craft what you're doing for them. And I think it was really neat watching you and your element build those relationships. Yeah, it was awesome. I, you know, like for example, meeting the meeting George and Scott from Three Notch, like that's not something that happens on a regular basis, right? And having George, uh, Zach, who's one of my colleagues, and I and, and Megan, Zach's partner, four of us ended up having a conversation for about 45 minutes uh, uh, the night at Three Notch. And so it was just so great to have that interaction with George, which was just completely unexpected. So yeah, it's, it's fun meeting owners for these different breweries and people that we as a community are partnering up with as part of CBP. And so that also really adds to a lot of cool things overall. No, I, I love hearing that. No, Brad, what I'd love to hear about, you know, is there any relationship you made at CBP Connects that you felt impacted you for the better? Or something maybe that yeah. surprised you? Yeah, I, I, so actually um, I met Alexa with Beer 30, like the minute I got off the plane and grabbed my bag and I was like, where are you going? Hey, you look like you're with the, you know, with the the, the CBP Connects. And uh, we kind of introduced each other and she started listing off. Apparently she's in my territory. And I was like, listen, you need any any contacts over in these places? And I, it, I felt like that was something that we really connected on. And, you know, she she left that day like, you know, with one of our shirts, I hope she reps it. Um, but you know, that was something that I thought was really cool. It's like, Oh, I know these people, these are my clients. Like, let me help you get these new connections, um, with, with, with my client base. Let me recommend you. Cause I feel like, you know, again, I guess I'm just master salesman over here, but I'm, I'm, I, I feel like a warm intro is always the best intro. You know, you've done that for me so many times and, um, that was great. Um, but I think, you know, shout out to my boy, Sam. Uh, he really, sat down and got to know me and I felt like I actually gained a friend and um you know it's not very often that you know you sit down with somebody and you're talking about other things besides beer but we got pretty deep a few nights and uh we just you know I wish he would have invited me to a few of his clients places but like at the same time uh, he just made me feel like part of a community that was a little bit bigger than I, I had realized and that was on the vendor side but you know I'm here to help him and I can't wait to see um, you know, how, how we stay connected. We've, I've like sent them Instagram stuff with like guitar riffs and different things. And we're just having fun, man. Um, but I connected him with some people, uh, down in Florida that are kind of on the same business path as him. And I think he's going to connect with them. And I think it's going to grow, you know, pretty big for him. So That's a really interesting observation, Brad. I think a lot of these events, you know, we touched on it a minute ago, the suppliers are in sales mode. You don't always have the opportunity to build relationships with other partners. And it's so important I mean, I'll repeat myself having these partnerships, you know, ways yeah. you can help one another out and just grow together. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, then Penn, my man, Penn, like he's in a totally different market and I actually showed him one of our tap handles. For those of you that can't see, this is a, this is a skeleton hand tap handle. And he was trying to get his product out into the market with this new brand, uh, brand that he launched. And he was like, Brad, let me see what you can do. Like, let's, let's, you know, try to make something happen together. So I'm going to help him get his brand off the ground. I think that was really cool. Um, especially um, in that, you know, in the CBD market, I think it's going to be something that that's revolutionary because I don't think anybody else is using something like a trophy or like a 3D figure to try to promote and sell things. And 
Um, his company is called Zombie Labs, and the Zombie Labs hand is uh, something we're in development of right now. So um, not that I was looking for that for sale. He was like, listen, man, we're brand new, super broke. But he was like, what can you do? And I pulled that. Uh, there's another hand I have in the back, and they're R&D in it right now. But we're going to make it look like a zombie hand, like carve some skin out of it and make it real nasty. So that sounds pretty cool. fun, bro. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. I'm glad that connection worked out. Now, Madeline, obviously you and Tracy are close now, but I'd love to hear about someone that, that you met that made an impact on you. Besides that Greg guy with Proximity Mall. <laughs> um, what I really appreciated about this opportunity is that everybody got to be human. And that may seem silly, but when you come from a sales background or a marketing background, everybody's kind of always on the edge waiting to be sold. This was different. This was people talking to people and people connecting with people. So I got to show up as my most authentic self, which happens to be sales and marketing driven, but you know, with an appropriate audience. And it felt more like a safe space where we could be authentic and not be accused of being work in work mode. You know what I mean? So being able to give those authentic suggestions and, and communicate with others without worrying that someone is not in the mood for my type of presentation. So that inclusive space was really, really impactful for me in this conference. Now, Madeline, is there anything that surprised you about the event itself or surprised you that you discovered about yourself? I think the one thing that surprised me is I come from a, like property management and more business minded structured um, conferences. So I, I walked in the door expecting to be there from nine to five. And some of the feedback I got was that some other participants were approaching it a little bit more like CBC, where you choose the classes you're interested in or choose the topics you're interested in. So I was a little surprised that um, everybody approached it with a different mindset and not everybody was thinking of this as like a solid block of time to be together. Um, but I, I think that's important in this industry is that we're all coming from different places and different time frames, or, or different paces and what our day looks like. So there was room for everybody in how the day developed. But I, I definitely, I was expecting to show, you know, pen and paper, like a student in a classroom committed to that nine to five idea of, of being in a workshop. Well, I appreciate your dedication. I was absolutely exhausted after those three days. No, everyone else, you know, is there anything that surprised you about your time in Virginia? And I appreciate I you all. Way too much. I think I ate it like Sorry, Brad? Sorry. I said, I think I ate Jack Brown's up there like way too much considering that's where I think the home is from, but uh, one of my favorite restaurants. So, and I drank way more beer. I've been on a diet, but um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think letting my guard down and like she said, like we, we block out all this time. Like I, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to be in sales mode. Just letting that guard down, man, was insane to me. Like I didn't, I was like uncomfortable with it at first. And then I realized you know, these people aren't wanting to be like pitched all the time. And I, I even put like my products on the table for people to pick up and hold and, you know, have conversations and that drove more interest. So I, it felt good to just not be in sales mode all the time. Like so. you said, you're there to make some friends, build some relationships and just grow stronger together. Right. I, Absolutely. I think uh, I was, I was kind of most surprised about, again, you know, I was the only person um, from my community who came to, or from, I didn't know anybody else up there. I met Brad once or twice before. Um, I've met a couple people like, or like on, in pink boots, like I'd seen them on the forums. 
um, and, and that's about the extent of the people who I knew. So I felt like a kid, like transferring to a new, new elementary school or something. I was worried that I was going to be like the awkward kid in the corner, like, can I sit with you guys? And um, the, how there were so many other people in that same situation where either they were the only one from their brewery um, or like, like similar. So it wasn't just like everyone, it wasn't like, again, and I, I'm not trying to demonize other conferences because I love them and I love going to them, but like at CBC, if you were to walk in, in the food area and sit down and go, hey man, what's going on? They'd be like, uh, this is reserved for all the other people at my brewery, please get away from me. <laughs> um, it, where it feels more established and, and uh, it's obviously a larger scale. So I was so in love with the smaller community of it and I hope it grows and I hope we're able to stay same. And even, you know, like Andrew, you, you were brilliant with your uh, icebreaker the first day where usually you hear the term icebreaker and you get like shut down. You're like, oh no, we're going to have to like two truths and a lie it. But getting us to work together in different, different groups and talk to different people and build a brewery and build the beer. And we were able to joke and laugh and present and push people out of their comfort zone as much as they wanted to, but also as a great introduction to people. So I was just amazed that I think out of however many people attended I think I had a conversation with just about everybody if not a full conversation a hey how are you doing and I could not love that more <laughs> no thanks for the shout out there and for me planning that initial icebreaker was one of the most challenging and rewarding parts of it all I did the same icebreaker in St. Louis and what Tracy's describing is you know as soon as everybody got there nine in the morning everybody's probably still a little jet lag tired we divided the room into teams and everybody was crafted with building a brewery out of arts and craft supplies. And everybody had to build their brand, make it look, you know, really neat out of these small little objects and present it to the room. And it was a lot of fun, pretty hilarious, but you know, it was a great opportunity for everyone to initially get to know one another. And Tracy, what was your brewery called? Uh, we were Jimmy Brutron and uh, our tagline was, uh, or yeah, Jimmy Brutron and Grain Blast is our beer. Please don't sue us, Nickelodeon. And but I remember Corn Coast, and that made me laugh so hard I almost cried. Um, all of them were. It's just funny to see people's level of humor. And then the people we were tasked with thinking of the brewery, and then the other folks who were in charge of building the brewery, seeing them be like, if we had all the money in the world, these craft beer professionals, we could build an epic brewery. They're like, this is the second level brew deck where you know all you have to do to grain out is just open a vat and it falls it like it was um it was really cool and it, you know uh cat uh upselling some uh, abs <laughs> supplies there which she was also an amazing person i met but yeah it was it was really cool so big big kudos to you for that uh that icebreaker that i don't think that uh many people could have one that's as collaborative and organized um, chaos is definitely something yeah. i enjoy i'm already brainstorming what's going to happen you set next the bar, yeah you set the bar high for next year yeah. <laughs> let's see how you can top that i uh, know so so pk you know you're not surprised by a lot but did anything surprise you about the experience um not really i think that it was um I think it wasn't necessarily a surprise, but it was kind of uh, more of an expectation about the happy hours and the evenings and the networking sessions. I think that it was, like everybody's mentioned, it was far more intimate. And so with that, being able to have those honest conversations with other suppliers, um, other uh, brewery owners, people that are in the industry. And so I think for me, the way that the networking sessions all went was phenomenal. Um, the beers were also really cool. Um, checking out, you know, the, the three locations. So I would definitely say that 
it wasn't necessarily a, it was a really positive surprise and it was a really good expectation knowing that if Andrew Copeland is the one that's setting it up, that the happy hour networking sessions are going to be really good. So not a surprise, but an expectation, Andrew, from where we basically have. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a question, a thought, and then throw out a final follow-up. So, you know, you were at both events, Virginia and St. Louis. What are your thoughts on the, you know, differences between each? Um, I think they just had different um, demographics. And I think just breaking it down, I love the idea that, you know, the Pink Boots was so much more involved in this uh, Virginia conference. And I think that was a pretty big difference when you started breaking down who was attending both uh, both conference types of things. I think, you know, um, in terms of breweries around, they were both really great places to be where when I went to St. Louis, I went to Anheuser-Busch's facility and honestly got a newfound respect for like their packaging lines, just their production facilities. I mean, from somebody who was trying to optimize 400 bottles or cans per minute at Ballast Point to see Anheuser-Busch doing 1950 cans per minute 1950 that's just you know mind-boggling where you can't look down upon that and then in the virginia area going you know i arrived a couple days early and ended up going to new realm and oozle finch and you know back bay and some of these other breweries and so it's really cool being in that vicinity as well so that was i think really cool with both locations of having that positivity of brewing community and being able to check out all these other facilities. And selfishly, I was very excited to showcase, you know, our little area of Virginia to people from 25 different states. So, you know, while we were in St. Louis and you visited places like Anheuser-Busch and some nationally and regionally known breweries, I think a lot of the places we hosted events in Virginia, you might not have been familiar with before, but I would argue we had just as phenomenal time at all those receptions and being together. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome for sure. So, you know, as we wind down, you know, obviously we're going to be continuing forward in 2023 with this. The goal is to do two workshops a year and we want to go to cities, you know, that have beer history that could use a workshop that are great for bringing people together. So we're excited that our first event of 2023 is going to be June 19th to 21st in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is a really, really fun city. And the last time I was in Milwaukee, I actually was at a bar and I ordered a PBR light, which I didn't even know existed. It came in like a light baby blue pale can. And I just tried it to have fun. So I'm really excited to go back to Milwaukee. And we're looking at a location on the southeast of the United States that we should be confirming very shortly. Tracy, it's not Atlanta, but you know, I think Atlanta would be a fantastic place to host it someday. You've got a really wonderful guild there. It could be a fun partnership. So yeah, maybe Brad and I are giving some then. And, you know, Brad, you're in Alabama, so maybe. I mean, it's two hours, bro. Let's go. Yeah. And, and like she, they're, they're in this like straight shot of some great breweries. You, you could literally just like hop from all these different ones that we had a little time. Yeah. Man, road we trip. Have a, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Road trip. We have a new, uh, a, a beer bus schedule. I'm starting in two, two weeks with the breweries on this side of town are sponsoring. Let's hop on, oh. hop off to like eight locations. So come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> can you send that bus to Birmingham once a week just so I can I, throw my team you on You know, it? honestly, we might be able to. We'll have to make a couple breweries stop there too, but. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a fantastic time. So, you know, with Milwaukee next June, I know I'm excited for a road trip to Milwaukee, but, you know, I would love to do a quick rapid fire round of, for anyone who hasn't attended a CBP Connects before, you all have really described the experience, but if you could give one final takeaway why someone should plan their calendars for Milwaukee next June or, you know, potentially somewhere in South Carolina in the beautiful December of 2023, city to be determined very, very soon, you know, why should someone consider coming to one of these events? Intimate education. 
intimate education. I like how short, simple, to the point. That's beautiful, Tracy. Madeline? You don't know what you don't know. And the beauty of this conference was learning things in a safe space and access to information that I didn't even know I was missing out on. So it, it's really an opportunity to grow outside of what you were planning on growing. I really appreciate you coming. And I'm looking forward to having more beers with you again very soon since you live so close. PK? Uh, community building. That's the biggest thing that I took away from it. You know, always a pleasure, you know, building this friendship and professional relationship you and I have. Brad? I think for me is just like, I didn't know what to expect and it, going in next time, what I'm most thrilled about and what I would recommend people to come for. And I've, I've actually told one of my competitors uh, that I have a really great relationship with to take you up on an opportunity to go, but like, just expect the unexpected. That's what I got out of it. I didn't know what to think the whole time. And I drank way too much beer, ate way too many burgers, made way too many friends and all of those are great things. Um, however, I, I, I wish I didn't have as many that last night. So that that's on me though. <laughs> and that was all on you. And Brad, I couldn't sum it up every better, any better. Thank you all. And looking forward to seeing you all next June in Milwaukee. See you soon. Cheers. If you like this content, please subscribe, share with other craft beer professionals and give us a five-star review. Cheers.